Thank you, Jesus. Lord, bless you for standing. You may be seated. Good to see everyone that's in the house of the Lord today. And uh, so thankful for God's goodness, His mercy, His blessings, allowing us to come to His house to worship, to praise, and to magnify His name. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. Amen. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. How many is glad you've been filled with the Holy Ghost? How many is real thankful you've been baptized in Jesus' name? Praise God. Praise God. God is so good to us to allow us to know this truth. And I want to love this truth. Amen. I want to buy the truth and sell it not. The way that you can keep from being deceived is fall in love with the truth. Amen. I'm thankful for the truth. I'm not looking for another truth which is not another. I'm not looking for a gospel, which is another gospel, which is not another gospel. Amen. I'm still going to stick with what I've stuck with all my life. That is, here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Amen. Acts 2.38 says you must repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's a good gospel. Amen. That's what the Word of God says. And that's just what I'm going to do today. Thank you, Brother Allen, for the Sunday school lesson. We want to um, make a few announcements before we get into the Word of the Lord. Number one, we want to pray for the McGee family. Uh, Sister McGee's brother is not doing well. Uh, Last I heard was last night. And uh, he had had a stroke earlier in the week. And... uh, they had took the breathing machine off of him last night. And so we want to pray that the Lord would help that family and uh, work in that situation. We know a God that is still a miracle worker. He's a healer of all manner of our diseases. Nothing is too hard for God. Amen. We want God to help them today. Also, Brother Montana and Sister Terry's baby is sick. Let's ask God to give her a miracle from heaven. And uh, touch that baby today and uh, help that family. I want to remind you of uh, Wednesday night service. I appreciate everyone that was here uh, Wednesday night. Had a wonderful crowd in the house of God Wednesday night. And um, pray that the Word of God was a blessing to each and every one of you. But this Wednesday night will be a little bit different. Brother Bracken, a missionary, will be here. And uh, looking forward to that. That will be Wednesday night. So be here in the house of the Lord. We'll be taking a special mission offering for the work there. And uh, the brother and sister Bracken. So looking forward to them being here. They've never been here before that I know of. And uh, so be faithful to the house of God. I want to remind you next Sunday is a very big Sunday. And uh, it is what the world calls Easter Sunday. And uh, we're going to come here and celebrate the Lord just like we do every Sunday. But it's a good time to get people to the house of God. And uh, so be working and uh, be inviting. Get in contact with your family. And uh, let them know that all you want them to do is come to church with you Sunday. And uh, be in the house of the Lord And let's come here to worship 
and to magnify and to glorify God. We have a special treat for next Sunday, uh, Easter Sunday. It's been a long time since this has happened, and uh, <clears throat> probably probably about nine years since it's happened. And uh, Brother Duplessy will be preaching to us next Sunday morning, and uh, we're looking forward to that. So bring all of your friends, all of your family, and we're going to have a great time in the Lord here next Sunday morning. So uh, be looking for that. I ask you, when you leave the, the building today, when you're going out in the lobby, look over at the welcoming desk. There's your Got Hope cards. Get them. Pass them out. Let's don't get slack in our inviting people to the house of the Lord, but let's continue to work. I talked about Wednesday night. We don't have much time left. No one knows the day nor the hour when the Lord's coming back. But the signs of the time and different things are pointing us in the direction that it's very, very soon. And I know this. I know this. You say, how close is it? I can tell you. Amen. It's closer than it was last week. And uh, it's closer every second. Every second it gets closer. And uh, so we want to... Reminds you, be inviting people to the house of God. Let's see God do great things for us in God's house. I, I want to uh, also, next, next Sunday, uh, there will be available the CDs from uh, Preserving the Family. What I've been teaching on for the past uh, six or seven weeks will be available to you. I want every family... Uh, that are uh, raising children, intend on raising children, are in the process of raising children to get those CDs and listen to them. And uh, I think there's some things in there that would help us. And uh, we need to preserve uh, our Christian families. The world, society, is trying very desperately to tear them down, to destroy uh, the the Christian family or just the American family in general. And uh, so we need to do what we can while we can to preserve that and raise our family in the fear of God. I am interested in raising my family in the house of God. I'm interested in investing in them where they will be productive citizens and Christians that would live and serve God with their whole heart. How about you? Amen. 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 So let's remember those announcements. Let's be praying uh, for the services this coming weekend that God would give us a great move of the Holy Ghost, a great outpouring of His Spirit, and uh, let's see God do something very special for us. I I believe that... that, uh, Easter Sunday morning would be a good time for somebody to receive the wonderful gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Somebody to get direction in their life. In a world that is without direction, that seems to be without hope. And everywhere you look, there is disturbances, there is things that would discourage you. And uh, But we can come to the house of God and find hope, find shelter, find peace, find joy. And we find it all in God's house. Amen. If you have your Bibles, let's turn to John chapter 8 and verse number 44. John chapter 8 and verse number 44. Again, we say to all of our guests that are here, 
We're so glad that each and every one of you are here in the house of God today. Lord bless you. I want to thank all of those who went out on outreach yesterday. Had quite a crowd. And uh, we had um, a bunch show up and we are thankful for that. And uh, we had uh, one of the vans that was gone yesterday for Bible quizzing. Proud of our Bible quizzers, those who are doing that. And uh, so they didn't have enough room to carry them all on one van, so they had to carry some extra vehicles, and it has paid off. We I got a report earlier that there was 33 that was picked up this morning and brought to the house of God, so we're thankful for that. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, so uh, it takes a lot of people, it takes a lot of people working together uh, <clears throat> when this is going on. And uh, so it looks like the crowd is very small in here at times because there's teachers teaching in Sunday school and there's teachers and helpers over in the gym helping with those that they bring in on the vans. And uh, so there's people scattered everywhere Sunday morning. And uh, I have I have problems coping with that and dealing with that. Uh, but we're trying to do what we can while we can to reach who we can and to spread this gospel to everyone uh, that would have a desire to hear it. John chapter 8, verse 44. I, I was uh, a little bit lengthy Wednesday night. I do apologize for that. I went a little over my time uh, that I tried to schedule in for Wednesday night services, and uh, so I apologize for that. Maybe I will give you some of that back today. Maybe. There's a possibility. There's a slim chance. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, the Bible says, now I'm, I'm going, this is a very hard reading, and uh, uh, I'm going to take the end of this verse and, and talk to you about what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart for this morning, if I can. But the Scripture says, Jesus is speaking, He said, ye are... Ye and, and people that think that, that uh, we are difficult and cruel and harsh and sometimes some of the things that we say, listen at cool, calm, collective, peaceful Jesus speaking here. He says, Ye are of your father, the devil. That's pretty, that's pretty harsh right there. And the lust of your father... You will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and not in the truth. Now, if I just looked at you and said, you are of your father, the devil. I'm not. Be careful. But but if I did, Jesus was talking to the people that had come to listen to him that day. And he said, the lust of your father, you're going to continue to do that. And besides all of that, your father was a murderer from the beginning. That's pretty hard stuff from coming from peaceful, kind, gentle Jesus. Amen. But he could get riled up at times. I read one place in the Word of God where he took and kicked over their money table tables and ran them out of the temple, and uh, he could get riled up. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh 
When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. Now, I want to uh, uh, take what I, what I will talk to you about today for the next few minutes from this. For he is a liar and the father of it. He is a liar and the father of it. Why don't you just say the devil's a liar? Amen. Let's put down our Bibles. Let's lift our hands. Let's ask God to help us today. In Jesus' name, God, we're depending on you. Our faith, our confidence, our trust, our hope is in you, God. Help us in this house today. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost flow in this place. You see every need. You know every problem. You know every situation. We know, God, that you know exactly what we need. Speak to us today. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Glory to God. Somebody shout unto God with the voice of triumph this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Again, to our guests that are here, we're honored that each and every one of you has come to be with us in the house of the Lord. Why don't our home folks give our guests a good hand clap today? Amen. Amen. The Bible here is speaking of Jesus talking to the Jews and some of them being leaders, some of them being religious leaders of the time. And uh, they are describing to Jesus who they are and uh, exactly uh, whose children they are. And they begin to tell him that we are of Abraham's seed. So we are the hierarchy. We are the, uh, we're the ones that, that are born with the promise. And we are the ones that, uh, we were, we were born in the right family. We were, we have the right genes. We have, uh, the right family history. <clears throat> and, uh, we've got everything just going our way. And so they are informing Jesus not to forget who they are. And I, I guess by the reading of this passage today <clears throat> and reading what Jesus had to say that it kind of, uh, what they had to say to him kind of, uh, put him on the edge just a little bit. And, uh, so, here they are describing to Jesus that they are not in bondage, that they have never been in bondage to any man. And uh, when you go back and read their history, you can find that they had been in bondage. And at that time, they were being ruled by the Roman Empire. So uh, deception, like Brother Allen was talking about this morning, deception is very strong. Deception is very powerful. Deception uh, is is uh, uh, it, it's just it's just uh, hard to cope and hard to talk with someone that has been deceived that are living in deception because deception makes you think that you're right when you're wrong. 
Amen. Deception will, will in your mind's eye, you will think that you're right when you are, uh, dead wrong all the time and you are deceived. And that's, that's the scary part that when God sends people a strong delusion, that they would believe a lie and be damned. That is very scary. That's, that's, that's very upsetting. That's the reason why we should love the Word of God. That's the reason why we should hold fast to the Word of God. That's the reason why you spend your time reading the Word of God and not false doctrine. Amen. Amen. Spend the time studying the gospel of Jesus Christ and not other false ideas and false opinions and philosophies of man. Because it will deceive you. Amen. But the Bible says that ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. I'm thankful for the truth today. Amen. So, so Jesus looks at them and he says, you know, you know, you, you, you people kind of, you people kind of make me sick at my stomach. You people kind of give me more sometimes than what I can bear. Yes, cool, calm, collective, long haired, bearded, blue eyed, uh, wonderful complexion Jesus as the world would describe him. But really, he was not anything to behold when you look upon him. The Bible says that, that he was calmly, there was, there was no, there was no great distinction about him. There were no great features about him to look upon his, 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 just, just to see him. That I, I, I believe that he looked as common as anybody else. That he looked like the run of the mill as anybody else. But when you would hear him speak and you would get in his presence and you would be like those who followed him and says never have we heard another man speak as this man speaks never have we been in the presence of anyone that feels makes us feel like he makes us feel never have we seen things done that he is able to do and so that was the difference about Jesus. So here, here he is. It makes him a little upset. And he said, no, I'll tell you who you are. You are your father, the devil. That's who you are. You are of the devil. What he was saying is you are, you are born of the devil. You have, you have been born and shapen in iniquity. And the lust of your father, that's what you're going to fulfill. That's the same lust that you have. And your father was a murderer from the very beginning. And you're the same as your father. And he abode not in the truth. Your father did not have the truth because there is no truth in him. And then this is a statement that I like. That when he speaketh a lie. In other words, when he talks, it's a lie. When he speaketh of his own, when he talks about who he is and what he can do and the power that he has, he's a liar. For he is a liar and the father of it. So with that said, what I want to talk to you about today is just simply the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. 
How many's ever dealt with someone that's a liar? Amen. Amen. We was having a little deal getting some issues with some concrete the other day. I pulled up in the driveway. Brother Jerry was upset, to say the least. Why can't people just tell the truth? And you know, you know, people, sir, there is just, there is some people that are natural born liars. How many has ever met somebody like that? They, they, they can do it. And the whole time you're listening to them, you know they're a liar. And you believe in what they're telling you. And you know better than to believe what they're telling you. Amen. Now, how many has ever bought a new car? Used car. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. They'll tell you there's there's not any of them out there. This is the only one. They got five people standing in line to buy this car. So you better hurry up and sign your name. Now, if you, I said, man, you know, General Motors makes hundreds and thousands of cars a day, a month. And I'm sure they can build another one just like that. And if I come in here and you don't have the one I want... I can order the one I want and you'll get it for me. So don't tell me there's not another one like it in the world. Amen. But, but the, you, you know, you, you hear these things and you know, you know that what they're saying is not the truth all the time they're saying it, but still it, it, they're, they're just convincing. They can convince you. The Bible says that the devil is a liar. The devil is a good liar. The devil has been practicing lying from the very beginning of time. From the very beginning of time, when Adam and Eve was in the Garden of Eden, everything was peaceful, everything was blissful, everything was a joy, everything was beautiful. And here, here Eve was, and Adam was, and man, they had everything that they wanted. But the devil began to talk to her and said, Hath God said that you shall not eat of the tree nor touch it? You know, I know what God said, but, you know, you're not really going to die. Don't the fruit look good? He was a good salesman. He knew how, he knew how to sell. He knew how to convince. He knew how to tell the perfect lie. He knew how to get her attention to where Eventually, she reached up and she got the fruit off of the tree and ate it and gave it to Adam and he did eat of it also. And their eyes were open. They, they did not immediately die, but the dying process started. That was the day that innocence died. That was the day that purity died. That's the day, day that the holiness of God in their life died. And the dying process of mankind began that very day. And eventually they did die. They would have never died. They would have lived forever. But they listened to the lie of the devil. Amen. Now the devil is a liar. But how many times have we listened to the devil when he tells us what we can and what we cannot do? What we can and what we cannot have. What we can and what we cannot experience in God. The devil sets limitations in our life. 
The devil tries to tell us, okay, you can only go so far. Okay, I'll let you have this, but you can't have that. I'll let you go here, but you can't go there. I'll let you enjoy this, but you can't enjoy that. But I come to tell you today again and remind you what the devil is telling you is no more than just a big, fat, bald-faced, ugly lie when the devil tells you what you can and what you cannot be in God. What you can and what you cannot have in God. The devil is still a liar. The devil will tell you that you cannot live for God. The devil will tell you that you cannot have victory. The devil will tell you that you cannot have joy. The devil will tell you that you cannot enjoy the peace of God. The devil will tell you that you cannot go where you want to go in God. The devil will tell you you cannot be what you desire to be in God. But I want to tell you today, the devil is a liar. I want to remind you that the devil does not control what you can and cannot be. The devil does not control what you can and cannot do. The devil does not control how far you can go in God. The devil does not control how happy and how peaceful that you can be in God. I come to remind each and every saint of God in this place today that the devil is still a liar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us and declares to us in Revelations chapter number 12 and verse number 10 that the devil himself is the accuser of the brethren. That every time you do something, the devil comes up and accuses you. You don't have to even do anything and the devil still accuses you of wrongdoing. Amen. The devil tries to put every evil thought and every evil imagination in our mind and in our spirit to corrupt us, to get our mind off of God and away from God and out of the will and the presence of God. Amen. And then the devil, when you come to the house of God or when you get ready to go to the house of God, he will tell you, ho, 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 there's no reason to go. Remember what you've done. Remember where you went. Remember what you said. Remember Remember what you thought. Remember it's somewhere in your heart and in your spirit. And he accuses you and he blows things out of proportion. He'll say somebody on that side of the church don't like you. Or somebody over there said something about you. Or that one don't like the way you look. Or that one don't like the way you dress. The people down at the church don't like you. That is the accuser of the brethren. I come to remind you and to wake you up and to help you realize and understand one more time today that the devil is still a liar. Amen. Every false thought, everything that he says, when he says that you're a failure, when he says that you're a quitter, when he says that you're not worth saving, the devil is a liar. He is the father of lies. He cannot tell the
the truth. Amen. He can't stand on a stack of Bibles and tell the truth. The devil is a liar. You are more than a conqueror through the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The accuser of the brethren. Always accusing. How many have ever been around somebody that's always accusing somebody else? It's somebody else's fault. They did it. It wasn't me. It was them. They're always down and out, always discouraged, always blaming circumstances and problems. Amen. But I come to tell you, that's the way the devil is. Amen. The devil always tells you the devil will never forget a mistake that you made. The devil will never forget a word that you said. The devil will never forget a thought that's flung, he's flung through your mind and in your spirit. Amen. And he'll tell you that God... God does not love you, that you went too far, that you're not worth saving, that Jesus Christ did not die on Calvary for you, that He will not fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. But I come to remind somebody one more time again today that the devil is still a liar. Amen. You can live for God. You can serve God. You can live holy. You can live righteous. You can come out of the sin pit that you are in. You can get deliverance. You can get help. You don't have to be addicted to drugs. You don't have to turn to alcohol. You don't have to turn to the world. But there is help. There is hope. There is strength in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can make it. 1 Corinthians chapter number 10, verse number 13. There had no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. That with every temptation that the devil has put upon you. Amen. See, we all look good in the house of God today. We feel good when we eventually get to the house of God. And we feel the presence of the Lord and the Spirit of God. And they sing the songs of Zion. And we start worshiping God. And the preacher starts preaching and we feel the power of God and the promise of God. But somewhere in the back of our mind, the devil is saying what you're going to do when temptation comes your way. Oh, yeah, you can live for God as long as you're in the house of God. Oh, yeah, young person, you can stay off of the website sites that you should not be on while you're in the house of the God. Oh, yeah, men, you can do it while you're in the house of God. But what are you going to do in the secret of your bedroom? 
What are you going to do when nobody else is around? Amen. I come to tell you today, the accuser of the brethren is going to be cast down by the power and by the glory of God Almighty. Amen. The Bible said that the temptation is there. But with every temptation, God has already made a way of escape with every temptation. Amen. Every temptation. Every temptation. Every temptation. God has already made a way of escape. Amen. The temptation that's on its way. God's already got an escape route. The temptation for last week. The temptation for this week. The temptation for next month. God has already provided. Amen. You can. You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. In a world, in a society that says you can't live for God. I come to tell you, you can live for God. Amen. In the high school, the grade school that tells you, you can't live for God. I come to tell you, you can live for God. Amen. In the community that tells you, no, you must fit into our way of living. I come to serve you. Notice there's a God that is stronger than sin. There's a God that is bigger than sin. There's a God that's still able to help you out of sin. There's a God that's still able to forgive you from your sins. That's still able to wash you and purify you and mold you and create you into the will and the plan that God has provided for your life. I come to tell you today that you can still do a work for God. It's not over. It's not finished. Your life is not done because you failed, because you stumbled, because you made a mistake, because you hadn't got to where you thought you ought to be with God. Amen. But God is merciful. God is gracious. The devil's still a liar. The devil's still a liar. The devil's still a liar. Hallelujah. What the devil is telling you He's told everybody the same lies that the devil is giving you. He's giving everybody the same old story of why, how come, and what for. You're a failure. You've come up short. If God loved you, He wouldn't allow you to go through this. If God loved you, you wouldn't be facing these things. If God loved you, you wouldn't be going through 
these temptable situations. Amen. But I come to tell you that that is the devil speaking. It is not the voice of God. Amen. Because the voice of God, although the devil tries to imitate his voice and to sound like the voice of God, the voice of God will never send a negative message to you. But the voice of God is always repent. It's always coming to me, ye which are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The voice of God is that small, still voice, not the one screaming in your ear that you can't, but that small, still voice that still tells you, come on, you're going to make it go back to prayer room. You're going to make it go back to the prayer meeting. You're going to make it go back to the altar. You're going to make it lift your hands. You're going to survive this. You're going to break this. You're going to overcome this. I come to tell somebody, no matter where you're at, no matter where you've been, no matter what you're going through, God is still victorious. God is still powerful. God is still mighty. And the devil's still a liar. Why don't somebody just stand up and shout in the devil's face, you're still a liar. You're a liar, devil. I can. I can. I can. I can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As John chapter number 8 and verse number 44 Tells us as Jesus condemns them and says, Ye are your father, ye are of your father the devil. In first John chapter four, in verse number four, John writes and he says, Ye are of God. Ye are of God, little children. And have overcame them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. As Jesus looked at them and they were telling Jesus who they were. Amen. As you sit here today and the devil has whispered. And not only just whispered but screamed in your ear. Of every mistake, every fault, every failure, every shortcoming, every idle word, every idle thought, every stumble everything that he's tempted you with and he says you're you're never going to make it you're never going to overcome you're never going to see victory you're never going to feel the power and the glory of god amen i come to remind you you were not created for the devil amen you were created for god you were not born for the devil but you were born for the glory and the majesty of god you were not born and shapened in the devil's image But you were shaped in God's image. You were created to live for Him. You were created to be victorious. Oh, I feel like preaching today. You were created created to work for Him. You were created to love Him. You were created to worship Him. You were created to lift your hands up to Him and give Him glory. I'm not a child of the devil. Amen. Bad days. I've had bad days. Days I wished I could redo. 
I've had days I wished I could redo. What about it? Brother Looper, you mean you've done things that you shouldn't have done? I've done a lot of things I shouldn't have done. I'm here only by the mercy and the grace of God. Amen. That's the only way that any of us is here. Because God said if it was not for the mercy and the grace of God, we would all be consumed. That's what His Word says. Amen. But every time I've stumbled, every time I've failed, the devil has screamed in my ear, you might as well throw your hands up. You're never going to make it. You're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to be able. And I hear, I hear that. I hear that. You're the child of the devil. Your, de- your, your daddy, the devil, was alive. He was a reprobate from the beginning of time. That's all you're ever going to be. And some of you, even in life, has been loaded down with these things. That's the same way your parents was. That's what they did. So that's what you're going to do. They were never successful, so you can't be successful. But I come to tell you what Jesus said. He said the devil was a liar from the very beginning. And I come to remind you again, just again, today that he's still the biggest, fattest, ugliest two-faced liar that's ever been created. And when he tells me I can't, I remind him that I am a child of God. When he tells me I'm a failure, I'm going to die lost. I remind him I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. I was born to worship. I was born to praise. I was born to magnify. I was born to glorify God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 You are of God. I'm not of the devil, but I am of God. Little children and have overcome them. Because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Greater. On my worst day, greater is He that is in me. Than he that is in the world. On on my on my days that I wish I wish I could redo greater is he. You see, some people is mixed up in life. That God quits loving you when you struggle. That's not true. That's so far from the truth. Some people is mixed up saying God is up there with the big hatchet waiting on you to mess up where He can chop off your head. That's so far from the truth. Now, He never gave us a license or a permission to sin. But He said, if any man sins, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous, who is just and able to forgive us of our sins. The blood still flows today. The blood still flows today. 
The blood still flows today. I don't know. I, I, I come this morning. I thought I had the mind of God. I'd already started on my notes. When I got here early this morning, I come in for prayer first before I went to the office. Walking across this front, I felt God just impress me to talk about the devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. The devil's a liar. He didn't give me a lot of, a lot of insight other than just the devil's a liar. And I don't know why, but God might know something more than I know that the devil's been screaming in your ear about your past, about your future, about who you are and what you are, where you've been and what you've done, and how big of a mistake that you've made, and how you've stumbled along the way, and how you've failed God. And He's telling you, since you've done all of that, why even go back to church? Why even try anymore? Maybe you that don't know God, He's saying you can't live for Him, so don't even try. It's too difficult to serve God. But the Bible tells me that take my yoke upon me. My burden is light. My yoke is easy. But the way of a transgressor is hard. That's what the Lord said. Now the devil saying the way of a Christian is a difficult life. That's, that's false. Living for God's an easy life. I don't find it hard serving God. I don't find it hard submitting to God. I don't find it hard being faithful to God. But the devil says it's too difficult. That you can't do it. That you're a failure. Let's all stand today. But I come to remind each and every one of us in this house this morning that the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Every head bowed, every eye closed, just for a moment. I just feel like going a little different direction just just right now. Amen. I feel like that God wants to touch somebody. I feel like that God wants to restore somebody. I feel like that God wants to pick someone up off of the floor this morning. I feel like God wants to work in somebody's life right now. If you will allow Him, if you will let Him, if you'll step out from where you're standing right now, if I could have the church, everyone in this place, if you would pray right now. The devil's saying, don't do it. The devil's saying, don't go there. The devil's saying it won't do any good. The devil's saying not right now. But Jesus is saying, come unto me, you which are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Jesus is saying, I love you. You're a child of mine. You don't belong to the devil. You don't belong to the adversary. But I've come to help you. I've come to strengthen you. I've come to encourage you. Hallelujah, would you come today as they sing something? Would you come today? Would you come today? Is there not a woman in the house today that wants to say, Here I am, God. 
The devil's been lying to me. The devil's been talking to me. The devil's been trying to trick me. The devil's been trying to deceive me. God, but here I am. I want you. I want you. The devil's a liar today. The devil's still a liar. Hallelujah. Oh, Holy Ghost, help us. Holy Ghost, help us. Oh, Holy Ghost, help us. Holy Ghost, help us right now. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Work right now, Lord. I need to hear your voice. Whisper to me, peace be still. Touch every soul. When the river runs dry, I won't prove Deep and oh, wide. God and is here for you today. To Help is here for you today. Help me. is here. Hope is here. Mercy's in the house of God today. The devil's a liar. He's still a liar. God's victory. God's peace. God's joy. God's help is here for you. Hallelujah. And when the mountain gets too high 
And when the mountain gets too high 